When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's Spring Collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O- com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Sex is very cool, but very dangerous. We saw Color of Night, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How to Discovery. We're gonna have a good time, celebrate some failure, not just be a hater, because you know you wonder how to Discovery. Let's wallow in the mediocrity of some bar art. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Paul Shear, joined as always by June Diane Raphael. How are you, June? I'm good, Paul. How are you? Very good. Jason, how are you? Jason Manzuka is also here. What? Oh, my God. Sorry. So I, I, good. So good, Paul. My life is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very special guest. Uh, please welcome Amy Schumer. Oh. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you. I. It's an honor to be here. Do you have a prepared statement? <laughs> well, you know what? When when I just when you just said how did this get made? I was like, oh, I I know this. I, I thought we were doing a different podcast for some reason. I thought how did this get made was like you guys just giving information on like how great movies got made. <laughs> I feel be, so misinformed. That would be amazing. <laughs> that is not what happened. So then, get into- <laughs> then they hired DP Haskell Wexler. And when that move There's was made... There's a camera test day. <laughs> uh, Costumes played a very big part in this movie. Uh, <laughs> Inside Amy Schumer, by the way, is back on Comedy Central. Uh, what time is it? Uh, what is- 10.30 on April 1st. So Tuesdays, there you go. Cannot wait. Please. So good. Uh, so good. So, so good. This movie, so, so bad. Oh, this movie. <laughs> I, I loved this movie because oh, I, I saw this too. movie on a date in, what year? High school, right? Sure. Um, 1994. Uh, okay, so college. Uh, and, th- and and I watch it now and I was like, because at the time there were, and I could see them selling Bruce Willis on this, like the existing, like erotic thrillers. Sliver and, you know? and basic instinct. Yeah, and like, exactly. That, yeah. that was like a real thing. And even if you went back to like Body Heat mm-hmm. and like the De Palma movies of like the late 70s and 80s, like that's a real thing. This was horrible. <laughs> this well, gave no answers and didn't really ask questions. No. No. Not well, this was also during the time. When was this made? Ninety four. Ninety four. But it was also like during the time when like therapy and psychoanalysis oh, yeah. was like sexy and like right. getting into people's and the cell amount phones of, like, too. <laughs> cell phones. Cell but phones. But the are amount crazy. of like therapists. I know. I've, I'm in therapy. I've been to therapy for a long time. We get it. Fine. Same. <laughs> I believe in mental wellness. But the amount of like alpha males, oh, like. Yeah. At kind of aggressive, rugged men yeah. who are analysts yeah. in there like those the offices I've never seen those oh yeah, the, the office. offices are like these power attorney like there's no it's, bad boys of psychology there's <laughs> no where all this money not coming a thing from that exists. but that's the I feel like what's what actually is shocking to you me about you saying it's from 1994 yeah. is that it feels like it's a Michael Mann movie from 1984 it feels like yeah. Yeah. it yeah. has that kind of LA like like very kind of that sheen that everything is like power suits and this and exactly but the power dynamics are all of the mind well that's I mean I feel like this is a movie 
like I felt like it was being acted like a like a college play. Like everyone's like, we're doing something important. Yes. We're selling this important thing. It was humiliating to see them perform to the best of their abilities. Like oh. to see Leslie Ann Warren like bringing it on oh, every yeah. take. Uh, guys, I thought she was great. <laughs> she was a highlight. She was amazing. <laughs> she, like, I'm not kidding. I thought she was great. I, I thought she was I great. Don't, I can't lie because I feel like it should be your thing that you think she was great, but I also Thank thought you. she was interesting to watch. See, I couldn't take my eyes off of her. I was like, I but she was the only on. one. I will oh, say that really? I, I think she was... Far and I above. thought some of those group scenes had their moments. Like I, I thought uh, Lance, Lance Hendrickson, Hendrickson was good in some scenes. I thought Brad Dourif was okay yeah. in some. Is things. that one flavor cuckoo's nest? The uh, Billy Bivet guy. The guy. Th- that's Brad Dourif. Yeah. That's oh, the OCD okay. guy, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. The other guy, uh, Lance Hendrickson, is from. He played the robot alien in Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. Uh, but he's the guy who was like his wife and kid. Were no, in kids. Alien. No, no, no. That's Aliens. Paul Reiser. No, he was like he was the guy with the the, the knife through yes. his fingers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But uh, regardless, what party played in aliens? Yeah. He was uh, <laughs> this movie. I mean, so the other crazy. thing too was like I didn't understand the whole idea. Just so if you guys have not watched this movie, is one of Bruce Willis's patients in the first scene of the movie. Oh, it's by the way, just to, for an how did this get made? Callback. It's Luke's sister from Gilmore Girls. Okay, uh, that's, that's who's playing okay. this part. Jumps out of her. Uh, jumps out of his again. Every office is like a palatial looking out upon the city. Yeah, like, jumps out of a window. <laughs> Like never power. explained, right? Like never again. No, I was actually wondering, like, what? Well, first of all, one of the first shots is of her okay. putting on lipstick. Just like this, yeah, the, like, please let's start from this. Please, please let's start with the opening with, like, scene. A lipstick. This carousel? is the opening scene. <laughs> a lipstick carousel is the yes. only way I can describe yes. it, and I want one <laughs> desperately. Yeah, yeah, the carousel. That was like a. I've never an, seen anything like that. It was like in the movie Overboard with the shoe oh, thing and the boat. Don't get me started on that closet. But that's I, a lipstick. I dreamed about the closet from yes. Overboard for years. So the lipstick carousel. Is this? It's almost like I think we're supposed to be in this weird, like jaunty, like scary carnival times. Yeah. Yes. So this carousel goes around. Was it made specifically for lipstick? I think it's made for cigarettes. I think (laughs) always for cigarettes. All right. Uh, I think those things are made for cigarettes. I've seen those things before where you you turn it and it's like a decorative thing in one way. You turn the top and it's got little pockets and I've seen it. It I want to believe it was made for lipstick. But but this one is definitely for lipstick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So she picks out a lipstick. She stares at herself in the mirror. She seems to be getting ready for something. I'm going to say her look was very garish. So it was like very harsh bangs. At one point, she puts the lipstick onto her teeth. That's correct. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. This is minute one and a half. Not even. Minute 30 seconds. I got to say, there was something frightening about that. I did not care for that. No. There was something unsettling about that. But we don't get into her, We never get into her. And I just want to ask, just please. Well, the gun gets into her. Is there? Oh, yeah. (laughs) But then we don't even really see that payoff. No. Yeah, no. No payoff. Um, No. Did I miss at some point in this movie where they had set up stakes or um, a reason you would care (laughs) about anyone? Was like, did I'm like, okay, I really had my eyes peeled. No, hero. This movie's called Hero Head Doctors. (laughs) (laughs) The bad hero head doctors get get hunted by crazy bitches. And Bruce Willis, he's like, I'm a behaviorist, which I've gone to a good amount of therapy. That's not a thing. There's a behavioral therapist or a behavior, but, right. but a behaviorist. Well, I, I thought it about... might be a 90s term for what we now know as a behavioral therapist. Okay. That's the only way I could wrap my mind well, around. Also, I think no one did any research. No, no. Like I, I feel like I feel like Bruce Willis was like, I got this. I'm going to even improvise a little bit yeah. around this. Um, there was a moment in that opening scene, too, and I've, I've also been to therapy. Never has a therapist sat on his desk like in a catty corner position, yeah. like he was like in her face, yep. like they were gonna make out. That did yeah. not seem like a appropriate. This therapy is, so position. now we're back to Luke's sister from Gilmore Girls. She once once she puts <laughs> she she rubs lipstick all over her mouth, then all over her teeth, then puts like a thirty eight <laughs> like a thirty eight mm-hmm. handgun in her mouth, mm-hmm. and she's gonna pull the trigger, and then it hard cuts to therapy where she's in therapy with Bruce Willis. Yes, that therapy session lasts for maybe ten seconds before she straight up gets up and jumps out. <laughs> the goddamn window. Just, uh, sucker proxy. Like, just straight up, and it, the office looks like it's Felicity's office when Felicity yeah. goes to therapy. Uh, it's like one of those arched windows, yes, you know? Yes, a beautiful arch window. Jumps straight out the window, Leaves falls f- for, like, Forever. a very yes. long, like, the coverage <laughs> of the her falling it's is not extensive. A, it was triggering bad memories of, of years back, you no, know? it's true. It yeah. was a, I actually 
found that whole sequence to be really upsetting. Yeah. Like, it was upsetting. It did seem like a very realistic body was thrown out. It was yes. just, it was uncomfortable. A very long stunt. She she lands in the middle of the road. Her blood, her red what blood. What I liked, though, the shot that I liked was when she lands, the, she lands, and there's a shot from underneath. Right. Yes, that yes. was a cool on, shot. And she's on clear. She's yeah. on a clear surface rather than a dark surface. And, they, yeah, you see the blood seep out of her body from underneath. I thought that was a pretty cool shot. Interestingly shot by Richard Rush. Um, by the way, this movie was written by the same guy who wrote Hunger Games and Captain Phillips. So just put no, that are in you your no. yes. yes. Wow. I, I purposely did. I was like, <laughs> if, I go through, if I go into the IMDb black hole of this movie, oh. I will yeah. come out. I have so. a lot of information oh, to good. share about this movie because it is wow. By the way, so what do you think was going on with her? With the first chick? Yeah. Oh, God. I've got zero <laughs> guesses. I, I couldn't even... Did they even... What, did, what were they think, talking about? Well, we can't I even waste that much time on sorry, this first girl, patient. This does not matter. <laughs> she does nothing in this movie. <laughs> she does not come back. Her life is uh, uh, pointless, except that it gets Bruce Willis to go to Los Angeles. Yeah, yes. that, the point of her... It's a it motivating seems, factor. It was just to be like, you lost one. You can't and you can't hold yourself accountable for losing one patient. Right. One yes. suicide. Like, well, just, what yeah, happens... You, the treatment the, didn't work, the pivotal, as his doctor tells him. The yes. pivotal thing that happens in that scene is that he looks out his window... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ...and sees her on the sidewalk, and, you know, and her brains are in bits and bobs, and he does not see the color red. Well, no. he goes colorblind from he that. He goes colorblind. Oh, Oh, he goes colorblind. Yes. yes, that's the oh, moment. You just guys. No, no, because he oh, saw the red on everything. the he saw the red on the green dress, but then that in, then it blocked out red for the rest of the movie. That's oh. why. Until there's a twist. I, I kept hearing them talk about him being colorblind. I know. Like, that's what? why. Like, colorblind does not play a ama- like for the amount of talking about colorblind. A lot it does of lessons. N- in yeah. That. Oh wait, can I ask you a question then? Yeah. This is going to jump ahead, and I apologize. When he finds. Spoilers for this movie, which is horrible, so fuck you if you're nervous about it. When he finds the artist's body and there's that gray paint dripping that's off of it, blood. that's blood, right? That's, I said to June, I got confused. That's him being colorblind. Okay, that is that's his, why. That's, that's also why. It actually, colorblindness does come back a few times. When he goes to the police officer's house, he sees the car that's been chasing him the whole time, but it's red. Right, And right. so he doesn't recognize it as the car... That was after him. I don't know sure. if that was the same car because I, I don't think it was, was dented. But why it doesn't make any sense in the plot of the movie that that car would be in that guy's driveway. When you driveway. say plot, yeah. that, <laughs> how do you mean? How do you <laughs> yeah, walk me through your definition of plot. <laughs> well, in the story, there were scenes, and that I'm I'm counting scenes as okay, plot. Okay, well, let's cut ahead. Well, so, let's let's. Uh, I mean, should we go scene by? Where, where do you want to cut ahead to? Well, first he goes to his therapist. I want to cut ahead to the baseball mitt chair. <laughs> <laughs> What was that group okay, therapy? It's not a baseball mitt chair, though. It's not a baseball what, mitt. What, what is, is it? So? It's a hand. No, it's a baseball mitt. It's a baseball mitt. You guys, someone look it up right now. I'm, I'm telling it. you. What do you mean it's a hand? <laughs> it's, it's a, a baseball hand. mitt. It looks like a hand because that's what a baseball mitt looks right, like. Right, but I know what a baseball mitt chair looks like, and that's not While that. While we're looking oh up God, the chair, can I we just... <laughs> like, my I'm biggest... Things that were triggering me in the worst way were... It was the lighting, which is not something I usually notice. Oh, it's so dark. It's so dark. And then you see all the reflections of the lamps in the huge windows. Mm-hmm. And then the music, oh. the circus, it was like... The calliope music. Yeah. 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 It yeah. was just like, yes. look, don't take this movie seriously for even a second because we're going to play this music. But I also thought it was sort of like saying like, huh, therapy is for crazy people. Yes. Look at all these insane people. Yeah. I didn't yeah. understand why these people were in group. Uh, yep. They were the, the most diverse people in this group that Scott Bakula is in. Also like, hey, I'm going to bring my friend right, to my group friend therapy. My friend is here today. You might fix I, I don't think group therapy involves involves asking someone to sit in. No. Right. And I don't think, <laughs> like to I don't audit. Think, I don't think that's a thing. And then and then Scott Bakula kind of fucks over Bruce Willis and goes like, and tell us why you're here. Yeah. And he's like, I I'm I have jet lag. I don't want to talk about it. Like, that's a real fuck you too. Like there's a lot of weird stuff well, going first, on. First Bakula starts group therapy with his group, and his group oh I don't fucking care about this movie. But his group <laughs> is they return to this group over and over, and the group gets in immediately starts screaming at each other, gets into a fist fight 
One of the patients leaves, and Bakula says nothing not, not during not, all yes, of this. None of that. None of this does he say anything. So ba- he's basically like the worst therapist, I feel like. <laughs> like physical altercations are happening. He doesn't leave the he's room. Nope. Actually, one of the patients, just so you guys know, these are the characters in the uh, in the uh, little thing. It's uh, Clark, who's a severe obs- uh, obsessive compulsive. That's Bibbit. That's Brad Dourif. That's Brad Dourif. Uh, Sandra, who's Lizanne Warren. The sex one. Yes. She's the uh, nympho, she's like all women. Fun. And Clepto. And klepto. Okay. Then there's Buck. That's Lance Hendrickson. He's a suicidal ex-cop. And then Casey. Because his wife and daughter were killed? Yes. But it remains unsolved until later. Then there's Casey, the arrogant son of a wealthy man. Which one was that? The one in the baseball chair? The artist. Yeah, the one in the baseball chair. He was in um, Peggy Sue Got Married. Remember? He was the. uh, Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. He was like the unmisunderstood. And it was a hand chair, but go on. And then Richie, the 16-year-old. Uh, with <laughs> social, yeah, social anxiety disorder, a stutter, and a gender identity disorder. In group therapy, you're with people with your same problem. They never yes. just like let's throw these misfits together and see <laughs> yep. what happens. Like, why would they ever be? In and they group? also seem of uh, varying uh, financial status. So, like, where is he? Who's paying for this? Like, and why is he yep. so wealthy? Um, I also like how he watches them from like. A clear glass window until they all get there, and then he well, enters. Well, and they're also—they're all insane in their own special ways, but they're also so terrible to each other. Yes, yeah, they're so angry yeah. at each other. It's the most not, unsupportive environment. It, it has the, the 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 characteristics of a therapy scene that I feel like you see in hardcore like uh, rehab there when somebody yeah. when somebody has had. Something happened that they are in rehab or in prison or that is the group therapy that I feel like these people are representative of those kind of traumas. But really, these are just very successful people for the most part. But their, their problems, they're treating their problems as if they are absolutely world crises like like catastrophic events well in so many ways this movie is real it is really an indictment of therapy because the only <laughs> real therapy that happens in the movie it's at the very end i don't know if we want to go to the reveal of what happens uh, well, but I, mean, I think we should i wouldn't recommend anyone ever seeing even like <laughs> i have to say i but unless I, you like puffy nips Oh God! What now? Oh, <laughs> so we yeah, haven't even gotten wow. it. We if haven't you like even puffy nips. Then you're gonna be into I this. We movie. haven't even gotten into the hardcore There's sex. So and I thought there was gonna. And I will say something about the sex scenes because I had heard about the sex scenes. I was excited <laughs> to see them. I did not think they were that great. What? And I remember when June, this came out. Maxim magazine said these were the best sex scenes in film history. That's that is in a film terrible, history. It's a terrible history. overstatement. It was just you're like I can't believe they're showing this, but yeah. that's it. That's it though. You're that's under, it. And like you know to be going down on someone underwater. Oh yeah. That's just not practical. Oh by oh, the way, there's so much underwater like, fucking, and their both heads are underwater. That's what I'm saying like how much can happen? Like you have you're gonna have to come up for air in two seconds. Yeah, just it would be the most frustrating, worthless. <laughs> yeah. And plus, you know what? A lot like, of chlorine. All of the yes, all of the bacteria from the pool is just getting shoved inside of you. Like it's a it's it's terribly unhygienic. <laughs> uh, by the way, also this is an interesting thing about this movie because it was so everybody got sexual. yeast infections. Everyone got yeast infections. <laughs> in the movie. Uh, is that it was one of the top twenty most rented films when it came out on? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because sure. everyone because everybody was wanted like, like sanctioned porn. Now yep. I saw this movie. <laughs> Next to my parents oh, on a God. Walt Disney World vacation. What? My parents are also therapists. Oh, right. So it was oh amazing. And I don't remember. June was like, don't you remember anything from this movie? All I remembered was sex in the pool. Yeah. That was the, like. That's the takeaway. Yeah, that was the takeaway. Yeah, I feel me. like, yeah, th- those sex in the pool scenes, like this one and the showgirls one, those really, those really yeah. stick with you. If they you see them at a young it. enough age. I've never been more uncomfortable in my life than seeing this movie next to my parents and at, at Walt Disney World, it was so, so upsetting. <laughs> I feel so upset by every, That's like the least upsetting part of the movie, I feel like. <laughs> like, I feel so disturbed by having seen this movie <laughs> at, at a time well, when I really wasn't in a safe space to be watching it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, did you, what did crazy, it make you feel? It, it's, it triggered a lot in me, but I mean, rage, because I was like, did was there anyone on set that was like, we need to stop this? <laughs> like, weren't they... Weren't they filming it thinking, like, somebody stop this? Like, they, 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 I think that that's the thing, though. They I got think they this thought they were plot, nailing it. And they were like, yeah. this is so 
good. It's so complex. It's about yeah. sex. It's about therapy. It's well, about it's your a mind. very Hitchcockian movie. Yeah, you know, it has that kind of mistaken identity hence vertigo the, part. It's got like all of this kind hence of. Has the ta- that. Hence the taglines. Can I read you the taglines? Yeah. Five suspects, two lovers, one killer. Nothing is what it seems except. Murder. Because yeah. here's, here's my main problem with the movie is that it does have that Hitchcockian yep. plot, which I'm on board for 100%. Sure. But he sets out, Bruce Willis's character sets out to not um, find the killer of his yes. best friend. He his actively, best friend. He actively turns that opportunity he down. He doesn't tell the cops, oh, by the way, just last night. He said he happened to say that one of his patients was going to kill. By he the way, nothing about Scott it. Scott Bakula is killed uh, very early oh, on. Oh yeah, Bakula gets fucking. But iced. The, our way into this mystery is through Richie's brother telling us that he wants to yep. get his brother out of therapy, and then that's what we're following. But it's very strange. Can we? Can we? Talk about, I don't want to forget about the scene when they are going on a long bike ride. When Scott oh. Bagula's Oh, let's alive. do it. This is amazing, yeah. The So Bruce <laughs> and Scott are on a bike ride where they're like, they really spell it out for you. Like, we're both alpha. And yeah. we, yeah. at one point, I think well, they also Scott said the says, night before, do you want to go get some drinks and get laid? Yeah. Like these are two therapists. No, these are two yeah. no men. Because that's what therapists are like. Picture now if you are in therapy, your therapist <laughs> with another man that looks like him being like in there like a top down like like sports car. What do you like, want to do? You want to go get laid, bro? Oh, you want to get a drink? We'll get laid. Are there are there any men that talk that way to each other? And then on the bike ride, he's like, "Do you want to just get our dicks out and see whose is bigger?" Yeah. Just. No, and then at the end of the bike ride, they, they like have this big brother moment. They have like they put their arms around yeah. each other. Yeah, I, I just, there's something also very homoerotic. There's a ton about. of yes. homoerotic stuff. The cop in him, he yes. keeps intimating that the cop is a gay, I could and, do, and that yeah. is upsetting to the cop because it's challenging him. And it's right, he's like, "Are you married?" Yeah, like because exactly. if you're not, you're obviously you're, yeah, taking exactly. tons of dick. Ru- Ruben Blades <laughs> in this movie is the cop Martinez. I, I could go on about oh, his yeah. performance. Was he supposed to be the comic relief? I mean, no, that's I, a great I thought he was. Or the heavy, because he's also at times like very forceful with Bruce Willis. Yeah. And very kind of the bad guy. Not the bad guy, like the threatening bad uh. guy, but like just like an element of pressure. But, but my also, question yeah. is why were they always meeting outside clubs? Well, no, yeah. No, yeah, he like, oh, he oh at the God. whiskey. His, arre- his like patting the guy down outside the whiskey. While they're talking, a walk yeah. and talk and the frisk. The walk and frisk. <laughs> Like the the worst attempt at looking oh. like police work. See, I possible. felt like that was like so, I felt like Sorkin saw that and was like, they beat me. Yes, they <laughs> win. I'm get. following this path. <laughs> but just to set it up, so so his friend dies, and the cop is he's sort of assisting the investigation, I guess, and Bruce he, Willis. Bruce Willis is, Wait, and he goes. Bruce to... Bruce Willis's name is Coppa, yes, which Coppa. sounds right. so much like the Copper. copper. And he's <laughs> acting like a cop in so much of the movie. I, I think that I had a real problem. Like, he's a cop. cop. Yeah, I had a real problem. He wears a leather jacket for most. Yeah, I had a real problem with people calling him and be like, "Hey, copper." Okay, yeah. listen to me. You know, I was like, "This is not. Why can not give him another name?" Well, it, uh, Ruben Blade's performance. I mean, also you're, you're picking up that scene outside of the whiskey. So they were inside there, either watching a band, having a like. There was drinks. the end of a scene. It was like well, it makes the whiskey seem like it's a local bar that people just drop in on like hey let's meet for a drink and talk about the case how about the whiskey great that's easy like it's like it's an impossible like music venue that you would not just it's not a neighborhood watering hole of course not uh, yeah, it'd be like, hey, let's get a drink. Okay, meet me at what? Radio City Music Hall? Cool. I'll meet <laughs> you, there. you there. We'll get a drink at Radio City Music Hall. I really think that he was supposed to be the comic relief. Even like the last line of the movie, it's like him. It's supposed to be he's like cracking funny. jokes. Yeah. Yeah, Calling just, everybody daffodils. Like, what did yeah. I do? Yeah, daffodils. Like they were like, oh my God. And we'll call back daffodils. <laughs> oh, <Killer."> daffodils. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by. Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated 
perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you and learn more at captaincrunch.com. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I want to play, play a clip of Ruben Blades just to get an idea of what he sounds like in the movie. Here we go. You stick your dick in a barrel of barracudas once, maybe you won't lose it. You leave it in there, it's going to get chewed off at the root. Appreciate okay, your concern for me. my dick, Hector. Thank you. I'm being really nice out of concern for your safety in case it's one of them, huh? Shut it down, okay? No, can't do that. Shut it down, chingada! <laughs> <laughs> Don't be an asshole! Find another fucking set of wombats to exploit! That is the level of performance. And by the way, when he first meets him, he's on that second level of just screaming yeah. at him. Yeah. His best friend was murdered. Now, here's the other thing that drives me crazy. Scott Bakula lives in a fucking compound, like gates, cameras, everything. And they're like, where were you that night? Clearly, there's a security system that could Let's go to yeah. the tape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Show you Bruce Willis is probably at the house I looking also, at that mirror glass thing that he I also off. felt like <clears throat> Bakula has been murdered. Murdered. Bruce Willis. Stabbed 30 times lackadaisically. Yes. Like right. that was the, the weirdest stabbing. Like, stab. Wait, wait, wait. Stab. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Ooh, I'm going to get you again. Stab. Like he was falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and he's murdered, and Bruce Willis is allowed to continue to now, now Bruce Willis just adopts his life. He stays That's in his house. He stays in his house, drives his the car, thing of takes all. over the group. This is where it gets very weirdly Hitchcock in a way that I was like, this could be interesting. It is not. It is not Never. interesting at all. It Never. is not about, it is not about identity. It is not about, it's not, a, I mean, it is sort of, but it's it's terribly uninteresting, and what 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 it never would be allowed to happen well, that a murder a victim's of, house would yeah. be just continued to like oh yeah There'd of be course a lot of affairs to set like, I don't think Kato Kalin got to continue to <laughs> yeah. crash you know what I mean like by still crasher yeah, we're, we're cool right <laughs> and Ribbon Blades comes over a couple days later to check for evidence it's yeah. not it's a very lackadaisical thing they actually the, the Scott Bakula is murdered in his office glass is broken and they go hey we fix up that office so you should. Go back Take to that group, ther- yeah. <laughs> group therapy session. Let them know that he's killed. And we'll see. That, Let's that- not waste this office space. <laughs> yeah. We should and get it. Go ahead. No, just the cop is like, you know, don't. He's like, you know, come on, Chinga or whatever yeah. the slur was. But like, don't see these people. And then he's like, I'm going to see them. And he's like, okay. And then the next time you see him, he's like, what did they, what have they been saying? Like, yeah. did they tell you anything? Like, he just drops his whole mission immediately. Oh, yeah. Well, also, and it's revealed that he has the, the office, office bugged. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, but also Bruce Willis delivers one of my favorite lines of all time. He's a therapist going in there. He's like, hey, everybody, prepare yourself for bad news. Like, and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then tells them that Scott Bakula has been killed. And prepare like, yourself. <laughs> So, okay, so we got to, uh, at a certain point, we're going to have to get into 
the kind of um, significant reality in this movie, which is Bruce Willis meets a woman named Rose. <laughs> She's on her way to an audition in the valley. Yeah, she mm-hmm. hits him with her car. Um, okay, so I don't. I, how do we want to? How do we want to unfold this? Well, the first question <laughs> I have is. When Scott Bakula says he's been dating a young woman, yeah, you'll yes. meet her. Was that Rose? Yes, yes. Yeah. of course. Okay, just everybody. Asking. Everybody. Rose is, is everybody. Rose, if no, I'm confused Rose, about who Rose anyone is, Rose. Rose, <laughs> Rose gotcha. is all cool, the cool, cool. Well, Ro, Rose is all the Bonnies. Rose is everybody's Bonnie. This is what I have a problem with. Why is Rose sometimes Rose, and why is Rose sometimes Bonnie? Because she got multiple personalities. Yeah, multiple personalities. But I would prefer it, personally, if Rose was Rose... With one person, yes. Bonnie with another, and then a completely Catherine other. Is somebody one. else. Yeah. Yes. So Rose, you're saying that Rose is also like a two timer because like Rose. Yeah, Rose was yeah. not monogamous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: the brother, Dana, Dan, what's the Danny? What was the brother's Dane? name? I don't know. I think he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh really? I don't he, know. He um, he basically says Dale. 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 Dale basically says like Andrew Lowry. Dale basically says like that he was getting jealous. Uh, oh, because Rose is her given name. That's her. That's her Rose right. is her given name. Okay? She wasn't. He wasn't Buffy, by the way. Yeah. A girl, a girl, a, a Dale, and a Rose, and a Ricky. Those are the three siblings. I thought it was Richie. 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 I apologize. You're right. Richie. Um, Richie dies. <laughs> and then he kills himself. What? No, because Dale killed him, right? Well, uh, that's the belt. Maybe, that's revealed at the end, right? Yeah. Apologies. No, Dale, I just yeah. revealed that. At Dale the end. didn't kill him. I thought he killed himself. Oh, Richie did kill himself because of Needlemeyer, right? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Mrs. Needlemeyer? So many times they said a name in this movie, and I was just like, what? Like, you haven't introduced that character The number of times Bruce said Mrs. Needlemeyer. It was so crazy. He said Mrs. Needlemeyer. A million times. He then breaks breaks into Mrs. Needlemeyer's house and confronts Mrs. Needlemeyer. Oh, Mrs. Needlemeyer. (laughs) She was the best, because, I mean, she was the craziest of all. Oh, yes. She's like, what are you doing here? And then she's kind of like, I remember that. Get out of here. I'm caught. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Are you confiding in him or are you calling the police on this Yeah. Guy? Or do you like want it? Just. Well, but she also, has, she also, she also has is no like reason. lying on the couch like, oh, no, you'll not get anything out of me. She, she has no reason. She has no reason to be as aggressive with Bruce Willis as she is in the first meeting no. at yeah. all. No, Bruce Willis. That's is like, the I, weird thing. She seems to be both very ready to sell out her husband and his horrible practices but then she, really he was a child molester he was a child molester they allude that everyone raped everyone at some point everybody <laughs> is molested which by the way goes into uh, right but the... why is she so unwilling sorry Paul no to to confide in him don't know okay well yeah she seems like she would want to be throwing her husband under the bus it, it really is just to put off the connection of the yeah, movie. So. It just yeah, seems like so. it, it, it's a it's a device that is just left there as as like well we have to find this out in the last act yeah. because that's. Important. Will you tell me when we're allowed to address the snake in the mailbox? Like I don't want to. <laughs> the I feel snake like in I'm, the mailbox is I, amazing. I was actually going to talk about that snake in the okay. mailbox. Yeah. The, well, obviously I, Bruce yeah. Willis is dating or goes on a date with this a rose. They character. keep saying fender bender like fender it's the bender. funniest punchline oh, yeah. in the <laughs> oh history my God. of cinema. They have a pretty intense kiss at a valet stand where he gets a full on erection uh-huh. and she says he can get arrested in that condition. She goes off in Which a cab. Which is not true. No. But yeah, that just wasn't true. You're so it's allowed hard to... to have an erection. <laughs> okay, because I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> no, it's not Only true. because it's not I, you know, like I get a lot of boners in public. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> just because of rubbing up against people and stuff. Oh, and so wow. like that Probably. was, that was that freak me out a little, so I'm glad to hear it's what? not. You're fine. You're okay, fine. Cool, cool, cool. C- carry on. Cool. My wayward son. By the way, thank you so much. <laughs> so things are going pretty good for Bruce. He's living the life of Scott Bakula. Yeah. He's out yep. for a run. Goes to check the mail, and you could take it away. Well, wait, sure. I just want to say, sh- okay, shirtless Bruce. Do you think? Because he had his shirt kind of tucked into his pants, and I was like, was he like, you know what? I feel like to the director, was he like, I feel like my character would have a yep. shirt off here, yep. or was it like it was in the script? I just I, want these answers. I, I felt like those that shirt off it. moment was an, uh, definitely asking for it, and also <laughs> made you like I, I'm grossed out by like l- 
early 90s stuff. Like there was a lot of tucking in of everything yes. and a lot of blouse. A lot of like very high waisted jeans. Yeah. Wrapped around yep. the waist like jacket. It also shows you, and this is not me saying I'm in better shape. I'm just saying that it also shows you the difference between now and then, which is like right. Bruce Willis is not like jacked He's up. He's got a little bit of saddlebags, which it, I, I appreciate. Sure. But, but now that would be great. unacceptable. Like you would never see a guy like that Ryan with his Bruce. shirt off and like the lead man in the movie right yeah. now. Like they would be on like a protein Sounds diet. like you're saying like, you have a better body well, look, than Bruce Willis. Willis, yeah. I think I do. Okay, uh, so I now put, put <laughs> I a bathing suit of yourself, a bathing suit shot of you up next to the shorts of, uh, of but, from this movie. Speaking movie of which, standards, though, yeah. by movies and but here, yes. speaking of which, this is the best part about it. Uh, when Scott Bakula and Bruce Willis did that bike ride, apparently there's like an internet meme of Scott Bakula's dick because his dick is so outlined in his bike shorts oh my that God. that has gone all over the really? internet of Scott Bakula's dick. I feel weird dick. that we're not looking at it right now. <laughs> I have it here, and so I can show you a picture I of Scott Bakula's. Appreciate that. Oh, here it comes. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Back so you, yeah, you can kind of see. I can't uh, really see it. Um, I have a better shot of it. it. We're gonna yeah, put it on the website. You can clear, see it. I'll show you. It's, it's just an outline. Well, um, so there's a lot of Bruce Bruce's deck being outlined in this. Sure. Oh, well, you yeah. see like the, the tip of it underwater. Yeah. When he takes yes. his bathing suit off, you yeah. see some Bruce Willis dick. And you see her, you see her, you kind of see her asshole. Like a you little do? bit. Yeah. I don't see her asshole. Yeah. Well, you see her full you vagina. See her, vagina. You see lips. Yeah. What? That's my... <laughs> Hello? I love that everybody Sorry. looked at me like, what? You see, I don't like, think you see lips, Jason. You see labia majora no, and menorah. No, you don't. What? You see... I saw her clitoral hood. You, saw, you did not I see her I saw her clitoral hood. You, uh, no, you didn't. I didn't see her I don't know clit. what you saw. I didn't see her clit. I saw, saw her hood. I saw, saw... I saw the clitoral hood. No, you didn't. Yes, and I saw her G-spot. Uh, <laughs> she was ovulating. You could see that. Oh, my God. I could totally see. Do you think that Bruce Willis up with this Jane March character? Because I feel like... 100%. You mean the actress? No, the actress. She's yeah. not the character. Oh, yeah, she's sorry. the actual actress. <laughs> sorry, the actress. I think he had to have. Yes. Because these sex scenes are so oh, yeah. graphic. That well, this was interestingly also <laughs> Jane March's thing. She did yes. a, mo a movie called The Lover, which yes. is another one of NC these... 17. Insanely erotic. Like, they would come out... The, the movies, I mean, I mean, maybe like none. That, I feel like there aren't movies like this anymore. You know, like the most sexually explicit movies now are like Shame, where there is something very dark right. going on. Versus like back. I like, didn't like see it, but what about Henry Blue and, is the warmest color? That's a good example, probably. But like Henry and June, all these NC seventeen, yeah. yeah. like really sexually explicit American movies were coming out and would play in like movie theaters, and you would go and be well, like, Whoa, the most famous what? is like Basic Instinct, even with like sure. with like, the crossing of the legs and that sort of stuff. I don't I don't think they were wearing protective underwear. I don't think they were wearing no. like the. I think Not, it was like no. uh, modesty. I think they, modesty I think they fucked. Mm -hmm. I, think I think they fucked, fucked on camera. Yeah, <laughs> I do. This is one some the, Donald Sutherland, Jane was Fonda, Clute shit during this time. I don't know. Well, one of the most uncomfortable movies. There's a movie called The Getaway matter? with Kim Basinger <laughs> no. and Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. And there's an unrated cut of that, and there and that's when they were together. And their sex scene in that is. It's borderline pornographic Full because yeah, they definitely they definitely they were they definitely had sex. She is inside him. Uh, By the way, isn't this? Jane March said that she was not comfortable with the nudity and nudity in the movie, but then when she saw it and the great time she had on set, she let them keep it oh all. Oh, great! Like, like, but you can't anyway, sign up for a movie way, like that, this yeah, and go like. She can't say I let them keep it in. Like she had no. When she saw this script, when she got to the last scene, she was like, "This is it. Like this is. I'm obviously is getting an Oscar." Oscar. Yes. Well, we should reveal like what the okay. the okay, trick go is. Go ahead. So in the group, obviously, Richie is this confused person who looks this confused boy, confused boy with a Walkman on, who looks a little bit like uh, Rose. Would you argue? Like looks like no. He looks exactly like Rose in a, <laughs> a wig. in a boy wig. One thing wig. she did very well though is when she's Richie. We want to do that voice. I don't want to do the voice, but her she has beautiful big lips. Yeah. When she plays Richie, her lips get very thin. Yeah. So that's the one misdirect oh. where I was like a couple couple times in the beginning I'm like I don't know if it's Rose I lips. don't know if it's Rose because of the lips the teeth were a giveaway the teeth were, the teeth giveaway. were like yeah. we know those teeth but I think she sort of like rolled her lips in not her vaginal lips <laughs> no we're not talking about her, her upstairs we're I talking about upstairs lips, lips not downstairs Top lips. lips also the way that it's uh, a very talks. upstairs downstairs kind of story <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Richie, ta Richie talks like um, like the character in Sons of the Lambs like it puts the lotion the buffalo bill yeah like because she's so like here's the question Here's yeah. a question I have about Rose. Is okay, Rose, real Rose. Is Rose an actress? 
And is that why she's able to embody all these characters? Oh, wow. Oh, unclear. I don't know. No, Rose is uh, not an actress. And did she, she's living like a harrowing existence as, her, as her brother's slave. Yeah, I think her brother was like, here's your thing today. Yeah. I don't think that she even, yeah, like, is she identifying as Rose when she's Rose? Or she well, the brother says, being... the brother says that he made her be Richie and then Bonnie showed up and he got really jealous that Bonnie was going out and having all this fun and he was trying to oh, stop yeah. Bonnie. I, can I, I mean, I'll just throw it on the line and go, I don't really understand what even the end reveal is. I mean, uh, you think, all right, who's killing the person? You find out it's Richie's brother. And this is like, kind of like Sleepaway Camp-esque in the fact that there's gender stuff. But uh, but why was Richie killing these people to so begin Richie with? Is, I'm sorry. Richie was never killed. Richie, why was Dale? Richie is revealed yeah. to be Rose right. slash Bonnie slash, so she is all three of these characters. She's been sleeping with, and you realize she was sleeping with Bakula. She, there's a great she scene in group. There's everywhere. a great scene in group where everybody in group describes this wonderful woman who's come into their life, and they all describe her exactly the they same des- way. And they describe her with such specificity that anybody <laughs> would pick. A, she's like, about five foot three, <laughs> auburn hair, gorgeous. Like, like she makes me feel so alive. Everybody is having this, and and nobody puts it together. And when they pass her picture around, like, yeah. wait a minute, this yeah. is my girlfriend. <laughs> this is my Bonnie. This like, is- wasn't that, at least that day on set, wasn't somebody just like, guys, yeah. let's just walk out. This is stupid. Let's just light, light the days. sets on fire I and walk Leslie away. I heard Leslie Warren was doing it, and I said yes, and I just think she's in a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> well, now here, but here's my question, though. Why was, like, why was Dale killing these people? Who, I couldn't figure out what the what the plan was. Because Dale wanted to get Richie out of therapy. I think but, but Dale it, was so angry the, about the <laughs> field of psychology and <laughs> just in general. Oh, in general. It's very Game of Thrones, the dynamic yeah. of, like, Khaleesi and her brother. That, like, he just was taking revenge out on both the patients and But he really? didn't want, but he didn't want. I don't know. That's there, all There's no real explanation about why, because the idea is... Is that Dale's like, Dale's like my brother needs to get out of therapy. He's been in therapy. He's better, but Dale, but Richie doesn't exist because Richie's dead because Richie was molested by Mister Needlemeyer, as was Dale, as was Dale. And Dale and Richie are so also sleeping killing, together. Why are they wait, killing wait, Mrs. Needle? What? Dale and Richie. What are you Dale and his right sister Rose. Oh wait, that's true. Are they? Dale reveals that at the end, right? But even it. Oh, I didn't. But hear then that. in oh, therapy, no, she reveals that. She says she, he made me do things. He yes, made me do as things. Richie, oh, okay. she says, that, she says uh, sometimes I wish my brother wasn't so, didn't love me so much. Yeah, she says something about he makes me feel like my, ashamed of my body or something. Was he sleeping as Richie or as Rose? I think as Richie. I think as Richie. Ooh. I know, at least, at least fuck her when she's Rose or Bonnie. Bonnie is so yeah. hot. Okay, so in my mind, that's where Bonnie came from. Well, they sort of say that, right? Yeah. Because she's yeah. so... Oh, fuck. That's when she started dissociating because her brother was... God, this is one fucked up family. So the Needlemeyers were way fucked up. How did they, how, how, how did Richie end up at the Needlemeyers? Just like a capturing the Freemans type, just <laughs> like, here, you'll be going to this person for therapy. And, and then, that was that. And that was that. And so, Dale, we're supposed to believe that just because this kid died, and I, that's a horrible thing, of course, but... His older brother, who was, I guess, mentally okay before then, just became a complete... I don't know. I don't know if he was mentally okay because he was also molested. By Needlemeyer? Yes. But the thing is, they set it up so you're never... You're never looking for answers because you don't care. Yeah. That's true. It's like, okay, Scott Bakula is dead. And that's the first thing that you're supposed to kind of care about because you don't get any answers. you don't. And you don't. And then you never care. And you keep watching. By the way, all of this, all of this, all of this, what they were describing, intense scenes about child molestation are bracketed by like scenes in which Bruce Willis comes on this girl's tits. Like, like, (laughs) Like are bracketed with such... Like like such like forthright sexual imagery that is meant to be erotic, that like they they, they treat sexuality in this movie at at one or the other extreme of the spectrum. And it is either seem... trauma or it is like deeply yeah. erotic, like amazing, like and it covetous would also, sex. It would also know? seem that he should take some responsibility or feel the weight of the world on his shoulders when yes. he realizes that he's been fucking this. Girl, yeah, who's he's ha- very unfazed. Who's not worried about it. So many mental issues. Yeah. And- as, a, as a matter of fact, even at the end, 
He's like, I'm gonna be with her. Like right, you, you get the together. Like, now we're gonna you fuck all the time. In the middle of it, in the middle of it, the way they were all talking, <laughs> the way the group is all talking about, like, well, because this is my Bonnie. I felt like they were talking about the ring from Lord of the Rings. They were all like, my, <laughs> my precious. They're all my Siegel. precious. You know, they're <laughs> really all weird. they're but all uh, yeah, exactly. It it, the end is like the end is just crazy because. She is seriously messed up. Yeah. She oh, is. God, yeah. She needs. If he had any like ethical backbone, he would say, "You're going to be treated yeah. Im- immediately. Yeah. We we will no longer have a. You will be institutionalized for yes. no yes. the rest treatment. of your life. Yes. There's no amount of treatment that could. <clears throat> Our sexual relationship is over, and I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. because it was part of a catastrophic yes. series of events in <laughs> yes. your life. But no, they treat it like the. It's like the Titanic. If there had been room for both of them. <laughs> Yeah. to hang on that door or whatever. Like, right. and now we made it. Right. We're right. fine. Right. We're out. We're Can all I ask good. A, and by the way, that's how he gets, his color, he gets his color back there. He oh. saves her from suicide, and then he's finally able to see red again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the real no, whole I can't color. I, now the movie's that's great. The color yeah. of night. The color of night. Um, I love that the police, <laughs> oh when God. the artist is killed, yes. the artist is killed, blah, 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 and the police come, and uh, 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 Bruce Willis is talking. Bruce Willis is always acting like a cop. He's just yeah, a therapist. He's a yes, he's always acting like a cop. He's, he's always like acting on a like mission, Jack like knocking on doors, yeah. going around LA. So he's, he's like, talking to the you? cops. <laughs> You're a psychologist. Yeah, he's talking to the cops, and the guy goes, "They're they're like, well, whatever. This happened, and that happened, and this guy didn't see it coming, or whatever." And and the guys, he's like, "Well, what do you think?" The uh, Reuben Blade says to his uh, his lieutenant or whatever. The lieutenant goes, "Well, whoever it was." Was a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever it was, like that's his. That's his assertion. That's you it. know what? I I, I looked Look around. Oh, I, I got the evidence. I checked it out. Whoever it was, I can honestly say was a maniac. <laughs> and that is that is my. That's that's what I'm bringing to the table. I am employed by the police department of this city. I was, well, he has a. a, a, a Ruben Blades is my favorite line too. We're looking like, for a maniac. <laughs> Okay, but was he a maniac? Well, there yeah. he is. He seems like he's it's, not really full on maniac. He seems like more of a madman. Can I ask a question just about, like, you know, just from the woman's point of view, mm, this movie, sure. how the women are portrayed in this movie. Oh, let's look at it from the lady's point of view. The, the scene where we're introduced to Bonnie, which Leslie, we find Leslie Ann Warren's character yes. is having sex with, um, they they walk in Leslie Ann Warren's bedroom just loaded up with shopping bags, yes. just giggling, like just like rom-com <laughs> level shopping. Yeah, yes. just absolutely. montage level. We, we missed an amazing montage. <laughs> just it was like every scene in Clueless, every shopping sequence in Clueless. They throw the bags on the bed and start trying things on and just giggling. And it's like, is this is this what? They think women do do like we had a day off. We right. shopaholics try it on. They're trying things on and and just giggling. And then they just they start, don't just like, try things on. Like she immediately puts on Bonnie yeah. slash Rose yeah. slash Richie immediately puts on all different clothes and leaves the house in them. Yeah. Right. And, yes, you're <laughs> right. She changes. They're not her clothes. Changes, yeah, they're not her clothes. She changes all of her. She changes into a new dress, puts a belt on, yeah. and then leaves. And oh, very boldly walks right by Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah well, she and has that wig, on. like the yeah. wig she's wearing, if you're if you're Leslie Amorin, aren't you like, hey, like I'm a girl too. Like I know that that's not yeah. Yeah. hair. Well, why not just... And, and if they're gonna have, se- and if they're and if they're gonna have sex, they're definitely gonna find out that that's a wig, like, right? Because she's even. I was surprised. Bonnie's like didn't... leading her into sex. Yeah. Yes, I thought. I was surprised they didn't. We didn't see that after all. It may. Yeah. She's mad that Bruce Willis. Well, here's the thing too. I was started to wonder were those shopping bags because she's set mm-hmm. up as a kleptomaniac. Did they right. steal all that stuff? Well, they Maybe. don't get bags when you steal stuff. Oh, that's true. She oh, also seems really You know rich. like, could I just get a bag from you? <laughs> what but here but here's to, you walk around to here with a bag. Can I just have a status bag? <laughs> and then and then to kind of push this idea too, not only does she uh they go shopping and they do all that sort of stuff, but then the minute Bruce Willis leaves her, she's like, Oh, you're my trainer. And then she jumps in the trainer's arms and that's that. She's like, I don't wanna I'm tired, I don't wanna work out today. Let's do something else. What was she the device? The trainer. Why what what why did it happen such that Bruce Willis for all of like the end of Act Two needed to go door to door to all the patients' homes because of Richie, because he was trying, he was trying to, to get find to the Richie? bottom of. He just wanted to know stuff about Richie. He wanted was that to it? know stuff about Richie, okay. and so he, when he came to Leslie Ann Warren's townhouse, yeah, that was next to a children's park. Sure, <laughs> he was asking her questions about like Richie and Monday Night Group. This was a Which lot. Which also like, made me think: like, is there group every night? They, yeah, they, they were. We'll see you tomorrow. Refer- they yeah. said like, see you guys tomorrow. 
What are they getting yeah. done in that group? Because they How all seem they very. Yeah, I mean that's well a lot because well, Scott Bakula has an amazing house. The house, the office, are, and and really it, it did beg the question: like, is there a ceiling for how much a therapist can make? Like, I don't know any therapist. Like, here's the that thing: are just killing it like yeah. that. Yeah, I've been to therapist office in Beverly Hills. They are not. Oh, you don't office. have to brag, man. Come on, guys. Wow. I've been there. My mental Hi. problems require a very Tony well, by zip the way, code. I will say this: I'm pretty sure that. New York therapists make a lot more money than LA therapists because oh, yeah? there's fewer New York therapists and a huge demand for therapy in New York. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of therapists in LA and they just don't make the same amount. Like the rates are lower out here there's, than they are in New York. Like if you're making the most you can possibly make as a therapist, you're still like well, four hundred grand. I mean, he was living in a multi-million-dollar yeah. house. Well, he, yeah. also he also wrote a book. a book. He also okay. wrote a book that <laughs> yeah. was a hit. Way to go! What Way to kind go. of a book deal? <laughs> Way to go! Like what? That's in the nineties. I guess people were still buying. He was like, he was big in the nineties. He had a, he had a personalized license plate that had the name of his book. Way to go! They didn't handcuff themselves to any any reality and at any point. Nope. <laughs> Not going to be tied down by that. Zero I just, responsibility. I just want to make sure. So Dale's plan. Mm, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing I can't plan, Which is what the whole movie hinges upon. Is oh, and Dale was also. Well, this is the upsetting Dale was also thing. fucking is, the artist. Yes, Dale which was, was weird yeah. because it wasn't one of her personalities. Yeah, it was Dale, Dale was fucking the guy. Because when he put but the, the guy he, fell in love with the girl. No, but when he put the when he put the um, the belt around his neck, he's like, "Hey, oh, do, you, yeah. do we have like enough time to do this?" So he was like doing it with the uh, brother as well. He wasn't in love with the brother, but he was just doing casting wise. Dale working at that like. Deal, like artist, <laughs> but it was like, like sculpture. Yeah, but I'm, making like Egyptian sculptures, like he was making like temples. Okay, like, but this in is there. what I, I thought at one point. Him. The sculpture that was at the house and on the bed, it was part of the bed frame. It was like a face. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's very similar to some of the pieces that were <laughs> in Dale's. <laughs> Niedermeyer's and, house had that and face in the too, office, right? In their offices, in the office. that his work was sh- everywhere. I just, I, I just <sighs> thinking about. This I now. still don't understand it was weird. Dale's plan. It was weird. Dale's plan. Okay, it was also weird though that 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 Scott Bakula's headboard had that face and it had a ring in the middle of it for attaching like handcuffs to it. Oh. And Reuben Blades is like, everybody's having fun but me. See, <laughs> he was the comic relief. He, oh, he was. I, mean, I agree with you, yeah. I think, but he was pushing, I mean, because even he, like, doesn't he have that line where it's like, uh, Bruce, they're like, what'd you learn in group? And he's like, I can't betray that confidentiality. Yeah. My best friend just got murdered. I was only there for one night. I can't betray it. And he's like, if my friend was killed and the only thing that was standing between him is my Miranda rights, I fuck Miranda up the ass. Yeah. I was like, whoa, this is yeah, very like, intense. so aggressive. But Dale's plan, for no good reason, <laughs> for no good reason, because I don't think, like, well, I don't a- know what the beginning of the plan it's like I don't know why it's put into motion but I'm assuming that Richie has been put into court mandated therapy correct yes and Dale wants to get him out of it. Why? The uh, so uh, who knows? Because well, he doesn't want to reveal. So find he's out. Scared that maybe yeah. that he's losing control of. And he's, maybe he's losing he control that, of Richie. And says, Rose is maybe like going off and doing all these things. And he's like, they're gonna find out. So I need yeah. to kill you he before. Says that. Uh, he says that actually. So then he is like, he sets out to kill everybody that Bonnie is fucking because Bonnie is Rose reaching out and making connections that aren't with Dale. Because Dale's in love with Richie. Well, he needs his to. Brother. Dale needs to protect himself. <laughs> who is actually played by Rose? Again, I will because say that Richie this is, is dead because he never met Richie. This is a grown-up sleepaway camp. It really is sleepaway camp. Uh, which, but this uh, yeah. is what made me think that Dale killed Richie was because Richie hung himself with a belt. Dale tries to kill the artist with the belt, and Dale does kill, tries to kill Bruce Willis with the belt. Oh. Is he right, in a but, cage when he's trying to kill him with the... <laughs> oh, yeah, he like, puts him in a cage. He's in a cage. Some oh, weird okay. kind of this cage also, scenario. This is yeah. also in the era where... Not um, a Nick cage. Na- no, <laughs> no, definitely not. Where uh, nail guns were oh, yeah. definitely new. Because this is in Lethal Weapon, it plays a big part. But then in here, like, just like, nail guns are used like just real guns. guns. Disturbing, t- like, religious, weird... Oh, yeah, they get oh, yeah. crucified. crucified. Just the stigmata in her hands. And oh, also it. when she tries to commit suicide with the nail gun that was very upsetting oh Just, god oh yeah like when she puts the nail gun under her chin I was like this is crazy this and movie began gonna, with a woman putting way, a gun in her mouth and plating it, it kind no. of yeah no um, and I, again this movie's primary selling point was sex 
Right. Was, yeah, we, the movie was predicated on its graphic, erotic sexuality. You know what I mean? Like well, that was its selling makes me point. Think like I guess that was a little bit of an afterthought. Like maybe like they maybe have. We the should script. put some fucking in. Yeah. yeah, because it's not. Because otherwise, the sex it is scenes have terrifying. nothing to do. Yeah, with, and by the really, way, with the rest of the movie, I think that you and I, I know for sure, but I don't know what you get. Uh, there's two cuts. Super turned on. There's a. Oh, there, wait. <laughs> there's like the real um, erotic NC-17 cut that shows some of Bruce Willis's penis and stuff like that. Which did we see? We just saw the regular one. If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney. And that's good because during the Netflix is a joke festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium-flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Do you think this is romantic of a man would say this to you? <laughs> in the in the what I wait for department, you're it. <laughs> oh <laughs> that my was God. the line that Bruce oh, Willis gave. In the what I wait for department, you're it. And that was like a real I cannot imagine a bigger red flag. <laughs> like if I had to walk down into a guy's basement after meeting his mom for to see his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near. Um, this is oh my gosh, this movie. And the um, I want to just play for a second the song that plays at the end and the over the end credits, which is so incongruous to what we've just seen. Again, it's like a Hitchcocky, or they're trying. It's yes. you know uh, trying to be this. So let's hear a little bit of that theme song. Um, I'll just get the lyrics coming in. It's like you. Oh, right. And moving in the I mean, this is a romance rom song. Because they're going to be together from then on. <laughs> but they've just been the hilarious <laughs> daffodils callback. And I gotta say. Yeah, by the way, we, uh, by the way, like, Ruben Blades, like, they clearly ADR'd that at the end. Like, Ruben Blades, like, hey, I'm still down here. Everybody, I'm not dead. Oh, happy course. ending, happy ending. Because everybody really grew, like, I grew on everybody. Nobody ever <laughs> gave a shit. the thing is also, you never felt They're going to do a like, spinoff movie about my character. Uh, <laughs> I never felt like Bruce Willis and Jane March were connected. Like, on an emotional level. No, she's level. so like, fucking crazy. Because she's crazy, like all women. What? Hey, I think they were like, hey, we're, that was a case of, like, we're both really hot. Like, we should fuck each other. Right. And it was like, yeah, but no, you never, there was never any fine. meaningful eye contact. It's also like, like, Bruce Willis and Scott Bakula, mental health professionals, yes. are played as easily 
as their patients by a beautiful woman. Like right. she, yeah. it, it's one thing that she infiltrates the mm-hmm. trust and the and 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 the the vanities or whatever that she gets in with all of the individuals and makes the, she's she's whoever each of them wants her to be. Basically, Bonnie, you know, right. is whoever whatever each of them needs, she supplies for them. And it's the same with Bacula and the same with Willis, mm-hmm. and they are incapable of noticing anything other than like whoa 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 hello you know, dress. Puff, yes. young young puffy nips once a once a piece look at yeah. these nips i love she shows up in a, a red dress and he's like who a beautiful girl in a short dress of indeterminate <laughs> color yeah. indeterminate like, color now i can't believe i missed the whole reason for the whole movie oh. I, I will also say that I, this movie she's naked so much that i felt uncomfortable when she was wearing clothes cuz i felt it like it seemed inappropriate it seemed inappropriate yeah. like, cuz she dropped those clothes like it's so aggressively, when she was in clothes, seemed more obscene. Yeah, yeah, that, way. yeah, yeah. Be that as it may, that's our opinion. But there are other people out there who had a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions. Second opinions from top to bottom. Crazy movies are fun. They're not your first, but they're gonna be a second. From the depths of Amazon, they come. Second opinions for everyone. Second opinions. These are five-star reviews called from Amazon. There's one that's really long, but it's worth it. This one's from Clay Coleman. He goes, Jane March was just excellent in this role, and she brought a lot to the table, not only with her acting ability, but with her surprising body beauty. I will search for more Jane March movies. Five out of five. I am gross. Five out of five stars. (laughs) Our next review is from Jacques Coulardeau. A soul doctor. Oh, God. Um, This film is extremely good. Of course, since it's a head shrink film, we can imagine the twisted denouncement from the very beginning. Don't know what that means. That will have to do with sexual identification or disidentification. But at the same time, it is done well enough for us to have some kind of doubts and follow the events the way they come and be surprised by the details of the horror of these perverted psychos. I won't give you the details because that would go against the confidentiality rule I have sworn to respect once I became an almighty reviewer or critic. I do breach that sworn confidentiality all the time, but this time, no, not at all. You can send Dexter, and I won't do it either. I'm not afraid of what? Dexter. I'm not, I'm not afraid of Dexter. <laughs> and and, and he, the uh, character. Yes, I'm not afraid of fictional characters. <laughs> you could send even Hannibal Lecter, and I wouldn't be afraid. If you want to know the details, you have to watch this film. But make sure you know what's the difference between a boy and a girl, and vice versa. Otherwise, you might get slightly sick, which would be your punishment since you had been warned. Enjoy that trip to Los Angeles, the perfectly well-named city of angels. What? So many little angels are fluttering around our oh, heads. I don't like this. And this this reading is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, this I is from Dr. Like Jacques Coulard, University One no, Paris. It is not. That's what it says right here, and he has his DJC. Dr. Jacques Coulard. <laughs> you know this guy? <laughs> and then this is the one, the final one, a Great Willis is called. Some reviewers say this DVD has full frontal shots of Willis naked, but in the version I watch, you barely see his nude tush and just a tush. bare glimpse of the partial front glimpse of his genitalia. Anyway, this is a big selling point when the movie came out and flopped. Bruce Willis in the nude. It can be enjoyed by today's movie buffs as a fascinating excursion into the underworld of sexual peshapia. I don't know if that's a Just word. Not a word. Not a word. What? Uh, but that second review is amazing. Oh my uh, god! Is there anything that we we didn't really talk about the snake in the mailbox? I think. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. Um, the most important thing probably is just his body in that in that scene how it was still super <laughs> fuckable but but yeah he goes uh, th- he goes up to the mailbox after a run and he opens it's it it's almost like a second thought it's almost like he's going to pass the mailbox right. but should then I he's get like, my mail which it's not really your mail and by the like, way yeah. Yeah. are should, you getting mail by the way, there? he should not be getting mail but, yet but yeah. that's the best but that's like <laughs> yeah. a joke where i really wondered if that was improvised because the he opens the mailbox a rattlesnake hisses at him he jumps back it seems like it's going to jump on his yeah. dick uh, and it doesn't. And then he gets up and he grabs the mail and he goes, oh, a bill. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that definitely was, I think, a, an ad lib. Uh, yeah. Oh. And they were There's like, oh, Bruce, ADR is there line? Oh, well, There's another ADR line. I thought it was there, but maybe somewhere else where he screams out, this ain't going to get me back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Like, oh, that's actually not one of your subplots. Like, uh, they're this, like, uh, we're keeping it. We let this, go of that. This is my favorite Bruce Willis improvised moment. Here we go. When they're in the bathtub and he's improvising sex. With the tank? Yeah. He's in the swamp. Oh, he's in the deep Oh, I didn't like this one. Oh, he's having a problem. He's up in the Swiss Alps, ladies and gentlemen. That's her boobs. Fire yeah. one. Fire he's running a tank. Like a remote-controlled tank in the tub. From where? And it's connected to a wire, but this thing of him just improvising, like, You know sexy it was improvised. Oh, and then everyone the tank? was, like, celebrating, like, 100%. how do you, how are you this great-looking and this creative an actor, yeah. and you're hilarious? And how? the tank? It's not scripted? The tank literally shoots water on her face. Oh, yeah. Um, where did even, I mean, they were, uh, uh, my issue with that tank, too, is it was connected to a, yeah. an electrical cord. Right, not which, the safest. Yeah, not the safest thing. Um, well, guys, the would you recommend it? The are terrible. <laughs> This is all I looked it up. This is only her second acting performance. Yes. It was the lover to this. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. (laughs) Jason? Under any circumstances. I don't know. I I gotta say, like, I would maybe watch... I'm trying to put it in the in the scale of movies that we do for this podcast. It's not so terrible that I would be like never watch this, but I would definitely it's it's two hours long. I would maybe yeah. watch. Yeah, that's true. I would maybe watch the first twenty minutes and the last twenty minutes. I would watch all the Reuben Blade scenes over and over again. <laughs> There's something so '90s about it, yeah, like early '90s that I did enjoy. I'm but, not gonna lie. And Leslie Ann Warren's performance, which we haven't spent enough time yeah. on, I know we're wrapping up, but it's it's demented in a way that is fun to watch. There are yeah, way better movies. There are sure, way better movies in this, in this category. Stinks. Yeah, you well, we know that. They're, they're, good, they're better movies. But in this category, this category of movie is what I'm are. saying. You know, like, watch Sea of Love. Of or want, like, if you want, like, a sex-up, sex. erotic, like, like uh, head games thriller movie, you know, I feel like there are better versions watch of it. Watch porn. Like, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. You're busy. You're busy. Yeah, it's still on If you want to really watch this, yeah. Basic Instinct. Sharon Stone is a therapist, isn't she? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is like the, like the, there's something about like people knowing the mind must be very 100%. sexual. Um, <laughs> well, this really came out, you feel like Basic Instinct came out in 92. This is definitely in response yeah. to that. The Razzie Award people gave this a great, uh, they created a different category and it was <laughs> worst screen couple for any combination of two people from the entire <laughs> cast. So you could do any version you want. That is amazing. That's great. There is no one you want to see fucking yeah. this movie. Um, well, thank you so much, Amy, for coming in Thanks and doing this. Thanks for having this. me. Um, your show is on right now uh, when this will be airing. This will be on, and it uh, is at 1030. And what day is it again? Now? April 1st. But what day Tuesday. is it? Tuesday. Yeah, 1030. So uh, check that out. Jason, what do you want to plug? Oh, nothing really. June? Nothing really. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on How This Get Made at Twitter, which is HDTGM. Uh, and if you have any corrections and omissions from this episode, you can put that on our Earwolf page. Well, if you have a correction and omission for today's episode, The Color of Night, make sure you go over to Earwolf.com. Under the show page, you can leave anything that we might have missed that you wanted us to talk about, and I will address that on a mini episode. Also, a big thanks to everyone here at Earwolf who makes uh, the show possible. Our engineer, Sam, our amazing clip puller, Avril Haley, our uh, researchist, I should call him a researcher, Nate Kiley, uh, Leanna Waldron, who does all of our designs, and Katie Dyer, who does all of our social media stuff. You can follow us at H-D-T-G-M on Twitter and on our Facebook page. There's so many ways to connect with us. And you can follow me at Paul Shear at Paul Shear on Twitter. That is all. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.